from them. Everything. Podcast, very first Monday show. How are you guys doing today? I am your host Wayne, and sitting next to me is my friend that's staring at me really oddly. You're really silly when you don't wear pants. I know, but you like it when I don't wear pants. No, I've seen it enough. And it's, uh, it's old hat. Yeah, it's, it's old hat. And your clown shoes. <laughs> Uh, and today, Rum is not joining us because he just doesn't like to talk to Mart. Which is our guest today. Fuck you. <laughs> Yay! And, and Hi, guys. Hi, Mart. I know we've, Hi. I know we've already asked you how you've been and all that stuff, but we're going to ask you again because this is what's going on in the podcast. So, Mart, how are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks, Wayne. How are you and Adam today? Oh, shitty. Wonderful. <laughs> That's not very polite, that isn't, Adam. You're supposed to say, I'm great, thank you very much for asking, Mark. But I'm not. It's it's impolite to ask someone a question you don't want the real answer to. <laughs> <sighs> I'm talking about courtesy. Jesus, man. We are Americans. There is no courtesy. You guys tipped really nicely. You seem we, to get a percentage of a tip. We we have a we have a Honda dealership that's that's called courtesy. Right, right, right. The only courtesy we ever did was steal everybody's land and all that good stuff. Yeah. At least we gave them plastic beads. Right. Which you can get here now. Like, people throw it to you. Yeah, it's so free. We're, we're, we're having the Mardi Gras right about now. Is it happening now? Uh, Tuesday is the actual Mardi Gras day. But, uh, Tuesday, but it's this happening weekend all. is when the big parades are in Demian and Bacchus. Yeah. It's all the big fancy ones are passing today. Wow. Uh, this today? I, yeah. I have seen those videos. Well, Girls Gone Wild videos anyway. Yeah. Well, that's, that's out in the that's in the French Quarter. That's not like actually on the parade routes. It's also ninety percent people from other states or countries. Yeah. Is there like a special little hidey hole for New Orleans residents where you have your own version of Mardi Gras? Yes, it's called your house, and we watch it on TV. <laughs> you armchair <are laughs> terrorist. <laughs> no. Or actually, we go to other states to avoid it. The way it works is when you're a little kid, you go to a lot of parades and stuff like that with your parents. Because it's cool when you're young, you know. Yeah, and then you get older, and it's kind of becomes old and and bitter. And a lot of the like going, getting drunk, and doing stupid things in uh, Bourbon Street, that you kind of get over that by the time you're like nineteen, twenty. Like other than that, like if I go to a bar. I'm going to a bar here in Metairie. Yeah. I'm not driving downtown unless I have somebody from out of town who just really wants to go. And they'll really have to drag yourself out of the house to go down there with them. Well, it's just that, like, downtown's a pain he has to get to. It's all kinds of traffic. Parking's horrible. It's just, it's not really worth it. There's there's not going to be anything special downtown that you can't get in like, Metairie. Right, right by your house. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. It's almost all the same thing, except for just to say that you actually experienced Mardi Gras in the quarter. 
That's all. Mm-hmm. To be fair, it's not really my sort of scene. Uh, from what I've seen in New Orleans, Halloween, that looks like a, a good night. Yeah, actually, that's actually probably one of the most fun nights I've ever had in the French Quarter was Halloween night. Mm. It was actually incredible. Like, the costumes for Halloween are just... I don't think I've ever been in the quarter for a holiday. It's really cool. Because it's totally different over here. Our Halloween consists of kids going around trick-or-treating, usually dressed in, we call them bin bags, but uh, you guys are just, you know, plastic refuse sacks. And you'll just pretty much rip a hole in the top, stick that over your kid, stick a pointed hat on it, say they're a witch, and send them out to people's houses to get candy. Mm. Nice. So you, like, you guys put plastic bags over your kids' faces... You do put a hole in it, obviously. Well, yeah, but is it where their nose is? <laughs> I'm not even... No, I'd got an answer for that, but it was far, far too inappropriate. I mean, it, it's it's getting better. A lot of people complain about it being Americanized over here. Like, starting to generally get Americanized, but I think it can only be a good thing. It's a fun, fun holiday. I mean, Christ, we're still a couple of decades out of the dark ages as far as that sort of stuff goes. There's still a, a contingent of the older generation who consider it witchcraft and all to do with Satan. What older generation are you talking about, dude? Like the two, three hundred year old people you got living over there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Three hundred year old people. I mean, I mean those like, people are witches, by the way. <laughs> we, we, have, we have people like that here. You know, there's... I forget what they call it, but there's, like, Christian versions of Halloween where they call it something else. Oh, trick or trunk. They go, uh, yeah, what they do is they all go to specific spots, and all the churchgoers just basically set up, like, their cars and fill it full of candy and let the kids go by and visit the cars. Um, It's a great way to kidnap children. Right, I I was just thinking that's pretty Ted Bundy of them. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, it's kind of teaching You want a Snickers, little boy? Yeah. I got one down at the bottom of the pile. Just get your head real, real in there. Like these are some new, new, uh, new interesting ways to steal your child. Just, to, just pass the candy and the rope. Right. I, I, you know, I just, I just think it's more of a, uh, a training session for kidnappers. <laughs> we, we regularly have line, lines of cars full of uh, people, but that's called dogging. Dogging. Yeah, it usually involves, uh, usually a dude and a, a chick in a car. I saw a movie doing, about d- that. Doing, uh, you know, sexual things, and some saddo comes and stands outside the window and jacks off while they watch him. No way. A ca- with a car park full of these freaks all over Britain. Is that a real thing? Seriously. Check it out. Google how, it. How many times have you done it? Personally, it was a little bit be- before, after my time, should I say. Oh, my, okay. my single years. Gotcha. Well, that doesn't mean anything. You're just jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> If, if the window's closed, it's just pornography. Right, exactly. <laughs> Unless you put it on them. Then it's kind of weird. But if, weird. The, if the window is closed, it's jo- Jackson Pollock art. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more Picasso, but I suppose it depends if you've had some strange food coloring. Yeah, or how you look at it. Yeah. Could yeah. Test. And yet again, the level of the show starts at the bottom. Oh, always, always, man. You know that. You know it cannot start. If there's no such thing as the top. This is the top for us. Excellent. This is why I actually listen to the show. It's just, there's no high expectations. <laughs> You're losers. <laughs> Makes me feel better about my life. 
Now, I love coming on the show, but I do love listening to you guys. Hey, it's a constant source of entertainment. And windows on stranger, uh, strangers' cars, obviously. Mm. I'm just trying to educate you guys into the crazy world of us British. Yeah, you, uh, got, you guys are... You're still not as crazy as the Japanese, though. Oh, I love... I mean, you know this, Wayne. I love the Japanese culture. Well, I'm, a, I'm a ma- massive fan. Yeah, but, you know, still, the you know Japanese people are, like, very, very into, like, fetishes and shit. Yeah, really weird. Well, some, some really some strange shit out there. Yeah, like um, a girl I know is is a girl I work with. She's actually going to Japan for a couple weeks, and her and her fiance were actually uh, talking. Off on someone's window. No, they weren't jumping off on people's windows. That's smart. Um, <laughs> they were actually looking into different things that was out there, and they found they they found this thing called a cuddle room. Oh, yeah. And what you, do, what you do is you pay these little Asian girls to go in a room with you and cuddle. Yeah, yeah. And totally. that's it. Just cuddle. Yeah. I've seen vending machines full of used or fresh girls' pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I've seen, I've heard of that. I told her if she ever sees those, she needs to buy one and bring it home for me. She's <laughs> like, you're incredibly insane. I said, yeah, but I have to see what this shit looks like. Jesus. Well, I think the only time I've bought pants like that was when I bought uh, the Alice Cooper single for Schools Out, and you got a free pair of pants with it. <laughs> That's a good deal. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Little brown paper ones, if I remember. But what, what I'm thinking of is if something like that was in the United States, it would be called, not cuddle rooms, it would be called rape rooms. <laughs> There's no way in the world that uh, a guy would go into a room in the United States and have a half-dressed young Asian girl lay next to him without trying anything. I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you right now, you're wrong. I guarantee Really? You, you could go into a room. I guarantee you there's a percentage of guys who are that lonely are, that, are, that if if you were paying... because Well, first of all, it's not like there's not going to be someone there to beat someone there to beat the shit out of you if you tried to fuck the girl. The thing is, it's like, do these guys not have female friends that can like, do this for them? Or, no. Well, because there's a guy that would beat the shit out of you if you no, tried. No, because I'm not like that. Yes, you are, Wayne. So yes, you are. Between me and some guy that's going to go up to a, a stripper and try to fuck her. I won't fuck a stripper. I won't go up to her and be like, hey, let's fuck right here on the floor. Come on. I'm not you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little Adam Spectacular going on there. Point being, I guarantee you there's a percentage of guys who are that lonely that if uh, just, just to have some companionship for whether it's 20 minutes or an hour would pay to... For a fucking hug. I mean, it, it's it's well known that guys pay prostitutes to just sit there and talk, mm-hmm. just to have a female to talk to because they're so lacking in female company. I think it's a real shame. Well, out, I do too. Out in like Vegas, where it's legal, and they, you know, you, you know, after you spend a couple grand, you can't you can't fuck for whatever the session is. You can't fuck that long. Like, so after the first... Uh, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Well, apparently you can. I, I can't I can't do three hours. Uh, and well, I, our, to- our Tom's heading into Vegas at some point, I'm pretty sure. He, lo- he loves Vegas, so I'll, I'll ask him. Even though he is a married man now, so obviously he wouldn't be doing things like that. It's technically illegal in Vegas. Vegas is a weird place because Nevada itself, it's legal. But Vegas... It's it's illegal, but they have these people that stand on like every corner with thousands of little playing cards and paper uh, 
Flyers. Menus, so to speak. Menus. <laughs> Essentially, that's what it is. It's like, you know, like 20 girls and one little, like, paper magazine. And it says, you know, call candy at this number. Which is, which is really fascinating because I've often wondered, like, okay, there's 50,000 copies of this player, playing card with candy on it. What if, like, eight dudes call at the same time? I, what are the odds you're gonna get candy? That's a party. They'll all get candy. Which candy will you get? That's 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 almost like you know. Hey, that's like trick or treat. You know, hey, back to Halloween. You get you get some trunk candy. Yeah. No. Um, (laughs) Yeah. They they have uh, most people. You know, they hand these things out. Most people don't keep them. You know, they'll just like throw it on the street. So like, at least when I went, which was uh, I mean all the way back in three ten years now, there was just like thousands of like just waste sitting everywhere. And, uh, but yeah, you can apparently. Again, like, like the French Quarter. That's crazy. You've got like me with my dreams of America being paved with gold. And now I find out that places like Vegas are paved with strippers and prostitutes. Yeah. Not, you found that a problem? <laughs> if, it was, if it was real strippers, like the floor was made out of real strippers, then I wouldn't have a problem with it. I had a girl uh, I was talking to from Australia to years ago. Uh, online, and she said, oh, you're from New Orleans? I've always wanted to go to New Orleans and go to a, a bookstore out in the French Quarter with a cappuccino and read a book on a cobblestone street. And I was like, honey, <laughs> I hate to burst your fantasy, but that ain't New Orleans. <laughs> no, that's that's New Orleans from, like, you know, the 1800s, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, no, people don't people do not do that in the French Quarter. How would you describe New Orleans to me, then, someone who's only heard what I've heard in the media Dirty. and what I've read? Drunk have you gotten, and did you piss in the street? <laughs> <laughs> the answer to all that is yes. Welcome to New Orleans. Jesus Christ. There is uh, none of that here, either. I don't know. <laughs> There's no God in New Orleans. Uh, we do have good food, though not... Not everywhere. No. I mean, no. a lot of the best places to eat are, like, dive places. Right. Um, you you can find all the stuff you hear about on TV, but a lot of it's sort of put upon and fake just to, like, kind of like, you know, going to uh, a Disney box or something. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's there to propagate the illusion in the hopes of getting more go. people to come in. Way to go. Mark's never been to Disney World either. Way to go. Yeah. So that could. Your face. You could, you could, you can go to Walt Disney World if y'all you come, know. if y'all come to to America. Don't come here. We'll yeah. meet you in Florida. Do you know how much that costs? It's serious, but I talked to about this previously. For them, it's way more expensive for them than it is. I can get, I can get you cheaper tickets. I'm liking the sound of that a lot. <laughs> I can't get you free, but I can get you a lot. Hey, if you, we, we priced it up and with flights, I think it was somewhere in the region for the three of us, was sort of like five thousand pounds. Well, yeah, which is like. Uh, um, $8,000. Okay, I'm just saying, if you come down here, just meet us. It ain't, it's not going to be that cheap coming to New Orleans either. Well, at least in New Orleans, they have a place to stay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can in- inflict my clan upon you. Okay. You know, at least they have a place to stay. It's not as, it won't be as Disney-esque, but it's, it's you know. Whatever I mean, you want, I'll go on my own. <laughs> To be fair, I've got no interest in Disneyland, but my, my daughter has a huge interest in Disneyland. Oh, yeah, I know. Disney Junior is just constantly on in our house. Oh, it's like background noise. Oh, my really good God. It's constantly on at uh, Adam's house, too. Not Disney Junior. I find Disney Junior awful. Me, too. I, Me, too. 
Like I, I've never watched like the Sophia the Pirate, uh, Sophia the first thing, but the the Jake and the Neverland Pirates crap and the I don't know everything I've seen a few minutes of on that channel I think is awful. To be to be fair to Jake and the Neverland Pirates, much as it's provided hours of entertainment for my daughter, there's two guys at the end, Sharky and Bones, who do all the singing and dancing, and they write the score for most of it, and they are some funny dudes. Just a fat white guy and a skinny white guy dressed in fake pirate outfits singing pirate songs, but it's funny. That's awesome. Well, I guess I should have skipped to the end. We we found a future for rum. To be to be honest, yeah, the end is the last sort of two minutes is probably the best out of all of it. Honestly, the, I think the only thing I watch on Disney Junior steadily is uh, I mean I, I'm assuming at some point they have like the Tinkerbell movies. Yeah, they come up. I like those. What I like most about them is the I like when I watch it. I look at all the fairies, and I think about Peter Pan, and the only thing that I can imagine to reconcile Peter Pan with the Tinkerbell movies is that at some point there was a fairy holocaust where they all got murdered. <laughs> Tinkerbell. Well, that was it. She was like the last one. Would yes. he have to mate with her to like propagate the species? Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stick, stick some fairy dust on his knob maybe, end. Maybe, uh, maybe there's a little bit of dogging going on. She just <laughs> <laughs> That would be a fucked up <laughs> change of pace on that that uh, story. Oh man! I mean, we've watched all the Tinkerbell movies in our house, but uh, I watched an animated film the other day that I was really surprised by. And that's a uh, Turbo. And oh, the one I was the uh, Dane Cook, I think, or Ryan Reynolds. No, it's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. It's really quite an insane film as far as kids' film goes. It's beautifully animated. Yeah, DreamWorks. They got yeah. uh, they got that Mr. Peabody coming out this weekend. I'm gonna go yeah, Luke's good. Did you uh, did y'all go see the Lego Movie? I haven't had a chance to see it yet, though. No. Oh, it's good. I don't know. Did did it actually come out there yet? Yeah, it's out there. Okay. I've wa- I've watched about half of it through nefarious means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was such low quality that I, I want to wait till the Blu-ray comes out so we can get it on on the big screen. Gotcha. But yeah, because if I like a movie, I'll buy it. But I do sort of test the water a little bit first with uh, completely legal screeners. Completely legal. Sure you do. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice! If you've got to test the waters, how many albums did you buy previously <laughs> that you'd bought on the strength of a, a dub tape from somebody? Do you know what I mean? You listened to, you yeah, listened to I, the copy and went out and bought the album. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I mean, like I have a... I was given a bootleg copy of Avengers from uh, China, and yeah, I'd, I'd never really taken anything like that before, but I went and watched it. With the full intent, I, I still haven't actually gotten around to buying it, but the full intent of buying the Avengers DVD sooner or later. And uh, I will get around to buying it, I just haven't. It's so much better in glorious HD. It really is. I love that film. Well, I mean, you, you guys know I'm a comic geek anyway, but I love that film. Well, the funny thing about well, there's actually two great things about the uh, the bootleg. One is that because it's an actual bootleg, somebody with a camera in a movie theater, there's a laugh track. <laughs> oh, I love it, love it. And uh, and then number two is they also do the uh, English dubs, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is some of the funniest shit you will ever see in your life. Just. Just reading it along and them trying to translate. And like some of it at first is kind of on point. And at some point it's just like, we must go to the kitten and, and son in booger. You know, it's just like <laughs> random like words strung together. And you're just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm watching. I wish I got high though. This would be awesome. 
I mean, over here we tend to get uh, DVDs, like cam DVDs like that. And uh, they're usually from either Eastern European or like Indian country. So, of course, the, everybody in the audience is laughing at completely different things than what we laugh at. Yeah. I, I think I watched Team America uh, <laughs> before I went to the hit, and all these Asian guys are cheering for the wrong team. <laughs> <laughs> With Kim Jong-un. Yeah. It's so funny. It's really, really funny. I just, and I, I quite like it. It's like the best canned laughter. Mm. Oh, that's funny shit. But I, yeah, I, I still have to go out and buy the proper film. <laughs> I love that. My favorite fucking parts of that movie, man. When he's fucking singing that he's so lonely. My favorite part is when the one puppet takes a shit on the other one. I am too. That's hysterical. I I bought the not rated version just Just specifically to see it because it's so fascinating. Oh I had to watch an American import to watch that that only part because it got cut out of the UK version. Probably find it on YouTube or something. No, but well, back in the day, you couldn't find it on YouTube. You can't anymore. I'm sure. Crash back, back in the day, I didn't even own a PC because I was going to show my boss because he never seen that part. You can't find it. On I mean, I can try burning it and just send you a copy. Well, I mean, I have it. I own the movie. I'm no, just, I meant him. Oh, him, yeah. It's well, the puking I, scene for me. I love the puking scene. It's only like five dollars. You can go buy it at a store and send it to him. Whatever. Uh, yeah, that seems pretty fucked up too. <laughs> I uh, I actually I recorded the audio to the dicks, pussies, and assholes speech. That's a beautiful speech. Uh huh. And I I used it as an alarm for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great speech because you can. To be honest, it's pretty accurate. Uh, yeah. In my eyes, it is pretty accurate. And pussies get fucked by dicks. <laughs> but dicks also fuck assholes, Chuck. Just remember, <laughs> a pussy's always an inch away from being an asshole. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're doing it right. Oh, oh fucking great. Right. <laughs> Have you guys seen the new Thor movie yet? Dark World? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw it I saw it when it came out. And, uh, then you saw it with me. Yes. I actually That's like a little bromance going on there. Oh, we're we're almost a married couple at this point. Yeah, you know, and typically he doesn't put out anymore. No, <laughs> sorry. Only in the early days. <laughs> <laughs> Only when you were more romantic. Yeah, like, I was surprised by that movie. I was really surprised by it. I enjoyed the first one. It had a good dose of humour, mm-hmm. but the second one was. A, I thought it was a really good film. Oh yeah, it's actually like my third favorite Marvel movie. There's so many of them now, aren't there? Yeah, there's, uh, I don't know, maybe eight or nine at this point. A swathe. No, not that many. Uh, let's see, Iron Man three, Thor, Captain America, Avengers, Thor two. Now I wanted to pull my own eyes out at Captain America. It bored me fucking rigid. Oh, I liked it. I uh, I thought it was pretty bad the first time I saw it, but I saw it a second time, and it, it's actually a much better movie than I, I thought it was. Well, I've watched it a few times just to give it a chance, but I was never a fan of the comics, so I always thought it was a bit of a douche. That's because you're from England. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We've got, like, Captain, 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 Captain Britain. Limey. We've got Captain Britain and Union Jack, and they're shit as well. Well, yeah, you know yeah. what? That would be. I, I'd love to see a uh, a Marvel Captain Britain movie, especially if it's some of the like the weirder Alan Moore stuff. If it's like the Lionheart type stuff, I'd be quite interested to see that. But yeah, I don't know. It's just I've read a few good few of the comics, and it just never floated my boat. It was just piss poor paint by numbers superhero shit, for, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 
Yeah, yesterday I tried to buy Thor Thor two. I wanted to get the uh Blu-ray DVD digital combo since it's uh I wasn't gonna pay that much. It was like twenty three bucks. Twenty five at Walmart. No, that's a three D. Oh well I was like I ain't paying that man. But it's on sale right now, so I went to go buy it. I stopped at the, the, the little shitty Best Buy and uh I I saw the little slot for it. They had the regular, like the Blu-rays and the DVDs, and they had the 3D. But they didn't have that particular pack, and I saw this the empty slot for it. So I went over and I asked the guy. I said, "Uh, yeah, I'm looking for the Thor Blu-ray DVD combo pack." And the guy looks at me and says, "Oh, that doesn't exist. They didn't make one." And I said, "Why have the slot for it? It's not true." Well, well, yeah, I was like, uh. Uh, really? And he's like, yeah, I know, it doesn't, you know, I mean, you'd think, but they didn't. And I was like, dude, you got a slot right over there for it. He's like, oh, all right, well, they, they probably just have it in back. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, uh, what? Like, you just switched gears, like, he, he didn't even blink. He was like, oh, okay, yeah, it's probably just in back then. <laughs> I was like, are you so fucking lazy you couldn't put a call in into the microphone to ask if they had a copy in back? It's usually teenagers in those stores, like school-age teenagers on a Saturday job or like an evening job, and you just get grunts from them. Over here, you can ask ask them a question. So they, uh, oh, have you? Uh, well, I, I went to get GTA Five, and uh, I travelled around a good few places to, to to get this game. And I asked this guy, and he was like, Ugh. and I said, well, you know, have you got any copies in? He went and got his manager, and there was like, no, there's no copies. And they looked in the drawer, and there was a fucking copy sitting right there. <laughs> and I was like, it's there. Oh, no, no, that's that's not it. And I was like, yes, it is. Look, it says GTA 5 on it. You know, nice big letters. Cut a long story short, it turns out that the lad who was serving me initially decided that he was going to have that copy, but didn't buy it. He was just hiding it at the back of the drawer. So I, I stamped and kicked until I got that fucking copy. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> but, funny. Went home and played GTA 5 with the smug satisfaction that some little scally bastard isn't going to be playing GTA 5, and I was. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> it's ve- it's very rare I act like a dick in a shop. Customers it's always very right. rare. Yeah, you're right. f- customers are always right. But I saved hard for that game. I wanted that fucking game, and I was having that game. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it. I was going to take that home, that game home and make sweet love to it. So what do, what do video games cost you guys out there? Uh, average, you're talking around, for the, the good titles, about £40. So you're talking what sixty dollars? Yeah, it's just, it's the same. Okay, I just was checking if it was a a big difference or the same price. I think for the PS4 and the Xbox One titles, though, they're stupid money. They're a lot more expensive. Really? Yeah, oh. I think that they're coming down from what I've seen, but I was I'm, in, I'm in no way as uh, as successful as I need to be to earn that sort of money to be able to splash out. Because uh, over here, if you want like the Killzone pack, you're talking five hundred quid. It's a lot of money. Which, you know, you get, like, the camera and the pad and blah, blah, blah. Oh. All, the essen- all the essentials that should come with it for fucking nothing, but they just tag on extra cost after extra cost. What the fuck is a quid? I've always wondered. It's a pound. It's a pound. So, okay. So why the fuck do y'all call your your pound, quid, everything? I have, like the pound quids. They have, like, 400 different fucking <laughs> names for one item. Why? It doesn't matter how many names you got if everybody understands it. Oh, well, we don't, goddammit. I mean, you, you just use the same terms, do you not? Yeah, we do. Imagine you've got a dollar. What do you call a dollar? Because that's what it's called. Yeah, but why is it a book? 
Oh, okay, smartass. All right, now I get it. He's not actually being a smartass. He's making a salient point. He is, he is. You're right. You're right. <laughs> See, I mean, it's just one of those things. I think colloquializations make a language. I, I like the little subtle nuances of languages that make them stand out from the crowd. But I just didn't know if it was actually a term or a slang to be called. No, it's just a slang word. It's just a slang word. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's I mean, what you know, dirty hookers call it. Look, they the prozies. They call it payday. The prozies. <laughs> I like that term. It's a, it's a funny term, prozies. Prostitutes. I think yeah, it makes, makes them sound okay. light well, you're staring at me like, no, what the just, fuck are you I, talking about? I've never heard the term. Uh, I don't that's, remember. That's what happens on these episodes, though. I come on, and we spend three quarters of the time trying to work out what each other's saying. <laughs> Oh, believe me, there's a language barrier between just the the three of us on a regular show. Yeah. <laughs> I had noticed. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck Rum's talking about half the time. Rum should get on this show. I'm, I'm pretty disappointed. I think you should ring Rum up and put him on speakerphone and make him talk to me like the dirty bastard that he is. <laughs> I want him to talk dirty to me over the phone. I'm, I'm actually going to send him a text message right now saying that you are very upset with him. All work and no play makes Rum a dull boy. <laughs> no, life did that. <laughs> no, he's been getting stuff dropped on him again. He got what did he say? He got a steamer dropped on him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a fucking magnet for accidents. He's like all the Final Destination films rolled into I'm one. I'm convinced that his wife is like drumming shit up, like paying people to do it so she can collect that insurance. And <laughs> he's like. uh Oh, fuck, this won't mean anything to you, but there used to be a cartoon uh, called Animaniacs, and there was... I know this... Animaniacs. Okay, well, do you remember Buttons and Mindy? Yeah. Yeah. The little girl? Okay. He's He's like... He's like Mindy. Like, just, like, despite all her attempts... Or I guess maybe Roadrunner, Roadrunner and Coyote would be a better... <laughs> She's the, the Coyote. He's the Roadrunner. He just narrowly misses every single... The rum runner. Jesus Christ. I, I mean, every story I hear about rum, it's some, like, narrow avoidance of death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I often tell people when I ask about him, like, he's it, 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 he's not playing a character on this show. No, it's really him. That's every Everything he's... Well, I mean, aside from the stories that he makes up, the, the stories about him are all 100% him all the time. That's insane. Why doesn't he, like, get a job that involves, like, dicing with death? Like, so you can actually get paid for it instead of doing it for free? Uh, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, like, get get a job being, like, a fire officer or something, so he can dice with death and get paid. I, uh... No, because, see, if he does something like that, he will end up dead. <laughs> you realize how bad the shit he does now, and all he does is walk around? I can only imagine if danger is in his job. What, you mean if Rum was an ice road trucker? Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm, I'm calling you from the ice road. <coughs> Where's Mac? Mary? Is he on the phone? Yeah, I just see rum captain in a crab boat. Oh, yeah, yeah. A fucking deadliest catch captain. King uh, Crab season with the rum guy. He'd be like, Argh. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> when you say captain in the, cra the crab boat, I thought you meant he went to a whorehouse. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. When rum, that's why rum doesn't live in New Orleans because he, he had the seediest, dirty crack, crack hoe bar. That's right. There was chased out of town. There was talk of him moving here at one point. Yeah, 
but uh, that fell through. Oh, but his uh, he got a better offer for a job. Well, the, the, also the job that was going to be here fell through. Right. So, but in in your own estimation, is New Orleans a place that you would want somebody to move to? I mean, if it makes them happy, I, I would never encourage someone to move here to be near us. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to estimate yourselves a little higher, guys. You've, you've got to see yourselves as a goal we, which someone can attain. We are we are amazing people. Don't get me wrong. See, that's better, that is. That's much better. It's just the area is not that amazing. But, I mean, you guys may find it amazing because you've never been. Sure to us, it'd be amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm, to you, I'm sorry. You know, to like, you, like, the UK would be absolute bore fest, I think. Well, you know, you've got the nice little tourist spots, but the rest of it's just... Grass houses and people who've got a stupid look on the face because they're all miserable. See, I'd like to see that. Look, if if you have the abil- availability to drink, fuck, and do drugs, uh, the New Orleans is fine for you. <laughs> awesome. I, I'm not getting laid. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. So I'm mean, basically miserable. Yeah, he's one of those. All thing I can cuddle. do is all thing I can do is eat. Jesus. Goddamn! If I don't put it away, he's the cuddle guy. You know the guy he was just talking I about am cuddle a while ago. I'm sure there's an equally large proportion of women who would pay some dude for just a nice cuddle. Oh, you could be that dude. I'm sure there's a larger portion of women. Who, um, yeah, yeah, ladies. Hey, if you if you need someone to cuddle, I'll only charge uh, fifteen dollars for every twenty minutes. So what's that in pounds? Because I can offer you services out in the UK. Obviously, I'd have to take a percentage. <laughs> It would be much higher in pounds because I'd have to fly to England just to cuddle with you for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I don't think I could cuddle for pounds. I mean, that just seems wrong. Cuddle for pounds? It sounds like you're cuddling for weight. Yeah. No, I'm saying I would pet. I was using it as a verb, but never mind. See? Language barrier. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, was, he was talking about pounding what? the woman. That's right. That's just vulgar. I thought so, but, you know, that's just Adam. Hey, hey, you know. I've got, I've got a lady in the room here. I, I can't be hearing things like that. Pounding women. Are Make gentle, sweet, the... beautiful love. <laughs> Vicky's there somewhere. She is. She's sat sort of five feet away from me. Did you hear our last episode where we were talking about uh, how, uh, what was her name? Uh, oh, God damn it. Uh, Good job. Fuck. What's her name from? Radio Gold. Radio Gold. That's right. The bitch that was crazy and she's not crazy anymore. Bitch, that narrows you down. The long brown hair. Oh, Amanda oh, Bonds. Amanda Bonds. Yeah, we. we <laughs> thank you. Are you Did you hear when we were talking about how Amanda Bonds once asked uh, Drake to murder her vagina? <laughs> no, I haven't. That episode is for my uh, shift on Monday at work. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> yeah, no. At one point, she because she was losing. She's actually uh, diagnosed as like bipolar and I think schizophrenic. And uh, she was going crazy. And it's weird because like she's a pretty girl. She's kind of funny, and uh, you know, no no reason why she can't have a career. But I like, will cuddle you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amanda Bynes, if you're listening, you there's a whole slew of these kind of celebrities, though, isn't there? You know, you got like Amanda Bynes and Lindsay Lohan, who's just like to get fucked up and make headlines. Well, Amanda Bynes is like mentally diseased. Lindsay Lohan is just kind of a diseased. trashy whore. Yeah. I actually thought she was mentally diseased too, to be honest. No, she just comes from a shitty. Sh- her parents are awful, and she and she, she got rich quick. No, she's so she's like the white Michael Jackson. No, she didn't molest anyone. No, I don't know. I've heard news stories that she molested people. 
Oh, really? Can I'm I... sure there's a video of it somewhere. Miley Cyrus, I mean, not Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan's one of those chicks that, like, as busted as she looks now, I'd still fuck her. Because I... you know she's dirty. <laughs> no, it just, I just, honestly, I think it just comes down to her tits are still nice. Wow. <laughs> At this point, I think I got a shot. <laughs> <laughs> when she was when she was like full figured, red haired, and fucking Waldemar Valderrama, I had no shot. Now, crack or Lindsay, look, I can I, I know people. I can come up with drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that shit on pay per view. Make some real money. She used to look, she used to be a beautiful woman, and now she looks like an extra from Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, she has for a long time. I mean, she she was perfect too. She was full figured. She had like like just uh, like just north of double D's, I think, and she had that gorgeous, perfect red hair. And then you know she uh, got into all those drugs and shit like that. And Sad story, but it happens so often. I mean, with me being on the music scene quite a lot. And don't get me wrong, I've dabbled myself in you know gentle, happy drugs. But you see some people who are really fucked up and who've been fucked up for a long time to the point where. You can barely communicate with them anymore, and they see that as normality. Yeah, yep. but the thing with her is, though, she, I don't feel bad for her because, I mean, I know her parents are fucked up, but she had plenty of people in her life who were trying to get her sober and trying to tell her, look, you can't behave this way. And at some point, you're an adult, time to act like one. You know, I, I just, I feel bad for people who come from bad circumstances that never have the opportunity to fix themselves. But when you got money and you got like people who literally invested in you financially, no, there's somebody there who's trying to reach out to you, and you're just too much of a dipshit to, you know. I don't know. I mean, I slightly disagree. I suppose. I, I mean, I've, I've seen people in the real grip of addiction, and I've seen people die through through ridiculous drugs, and I don't know. The, the, the only way they're going to quit is if they decide themselves that they're going to quit. When and it's never going to happen, no matter how many people tell you that they love you, that they're there for you, that they can help you. These people are never, ever going to quit right, until but, they, they decide themselves. But there's not necessarily a reason to become an addict in some of these cases. Like, there's plenty of child, well, I don't know about plenty, but there's some child celebrities that never get into, like, drugs and shit. Definitely, definitely. I mean, whether it's been peer pressure or curiosity or whatever. I think initially it was all, yeah, let's, you know, oh, yeah, everyone's doing it, it'll be fine. I won't, I'll be the one that isn't an addict. And then 20 years down the road, you're Lindsay fucking Lohan, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And there you go, it's a fucking sad state of affairs, really. Right. Liar. But a lot of it's also the, the culture, the Hollywood culture. I mean, part of her problem is she was never allowed to reach rock bottom because every time she would do something fucked up that should have landed her in prison, the judges would just be like, eh, you're Lindsay Lohan. I loved you in Mean Girls and Parent Trap and other movies I can't name. <laughs> uh, it's 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 crazy. That's one thing that infuriates me is people, due to their status, get away with fucking anything. Yeah. Unless you're OJ, obviously. Then that's a debatable thing. But well, he got away with the first thing. He just he keeps coming back. <laughs> yeah, I had a guy when the when the when the second charges were or the second case came up, but I guess this was like five or six years ago now. Um, I was I was walking through a our, our customer lounge, and the TV was on, the guy was looking at it, and he was like, man, you believe this? Man, they couldn't get him on the first charge. They're trying to get him on the second. And I was like, he got caught stealing shit. How, like, 
What what do you think they did? Fucking hypnotized him into stealing pictures of himself? <laughs> I love that shit when I heard that story. Yeah. It's just like, at what point is your ego so big that you can th- you can think you can walk into a place like that with armed men and say, give me that shit? It's my stuff. Yeah. He, uh, who thinks they can get away with that, regardless of Someone their status? fucking cut his wife's head off and walked away from it? Yep. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Oh, he fucking did it. He did. He fucking Come did on. It. <laughs> he fucking wrote a book. Like, what if what I would have did it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, love, I got a CD. I know. I know you hate Cat Williams, but I, I got a CD from him talking about that shit. <laughs> I just love him. You know, he's like, he wrote a book called "What If I Would Have Did It." Nigga, what if you was to shut the fuck up? Uh, it's amazing. I just, I just love the fact that he's, he's got such an inflated ego. It's fantastic. Obviously not for the, the woman he murdered, but you know, <laughs> it's, sorry, allegedly murdered. Oh, oh, yeah. We don't have allegedly in this country no, anymore. If you're accused of something, you're, you're just guilty. <laughs> Over here, if you say allegedly, you can say fucking anything. Oh, really? Nice. Allegedly, well, yeah, because you're not making a statement. Allegedly, isn't it? That's ace. <laughs> what you occasionally say allegedly in quotes like <laughs> hand quotes putting yeah. your fingers up oh I could snap people's fingers off that do that it was really like so amazing it's like fuck off if you put them fingers in the air again and you're not Winston Churchill I'll snap them off and feed them to you <laughs> that's awful specific circumstances yeah why do why they only have to be Winston Churchill it's because he's the only person who can wave two fingers around in the air and not look like a cunt making quote marks. <laughs> <sighs> Why can't that be the title of the show? Because he's a cunt. Because <laughs> I doesn't like that. Yeah, fuck iTunes. Radio Gold. <laughs> well, uh, See, that, that's the soundbite in a half, that is, chaps. Yes. Uh, what have you fuckers been doing then? I want to know what you and Merry Guys have been doing. What have we been doing? Yeah. Tell me something entertaining. I've been fighting gout. World. You've been fighting gout? Yes. I Are you gout. like 1,800 years old? Um, I feel like it. How the fuck did you get gout? Um, It's just genetics and poor diet. Dude, I thought you were like peak fitness and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Radio I, gold. I went to peak fitness once. I saw all these pictures what? of my water rafting. I thought this is some fucking kind of Indiana Jones kind of guy. Wait, you saw what pictures? You want white water rafting? Oh yeah, no, I love doing shit like that. It's Dude, not that it's physically difficult though. Like you just uh, you're just paddling. Just in a really bumpy chair. Yeah, you know, it's not like I, it's not like the the raft gets stuck on a rock and I like he man the shit out of there, you know, like that's like saying everybody hold on, I'm getting us out of here. Rock climbing is not that, that not that exciting. It's just pretty much. Well, climbing is physically difficult. Fuck that. If you're going up, if you're going down, I'm sure it's a bit easier. Depending on if you have your hands on the rock at the time. Yeah. Well, funnily enough, I'm uh, just about getting my daughter into rock climbing. It's an indoor centre near where I live because she is climbing everything. If it's if it's vertical, she will go up it, especially when I'm not looking. Nice. Scary shit, man. When you see a three-year-old hanging off the stair stair rail, saying, "Look, Daddy, I'm Spider-Man," and I'm like running round <laughs> like, like the old cartoon firemen with shit trying to catch it. <laughs> <laughs>
That's fucking horrifying, man. Horrifying. Just think, oh shit, I hope nobody sees this and we're going to end up with some kind of social yeah. services business. Oh, if, if, if you wrote that down or you typed it on Facebook, that would sound horrible, but it sounds so adorable in my head. I can <laughs> I can just see, you know, like, Daddy, Daddy, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> to be honest, she's got the strangest accent because she's got a mixture of my sort of quite thick accent and she's got a quite a good dose of her mum's quite, what I would consider posh accent. Because Vicky's quite well-spoken. And uh, she's got the strangest mishmash of accents. The kids just look at her when she talks to them because she's got quite a good vocabulary as well. They just stare at her. Uh, she's some kind of alien. <laughs> does, uh, <laughs> after which, does she break out into your lyrics? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> to be fair, she only la- she's got out of metal, and I was really disappointed. She's oh, her favourite song, and I shit you not, this was like a dagger through my heart. Is one of Fallout Boy's new singles? Oh, that's her mom's doing. Yay. Yep, that is exactly. Vicky's cheering in the background. Yeah, I hear. That's one of her mom's doings. Shame on her. Yeah, it's the track "The Phoenix." I don't even like saying it. The words in my mouth, but she calls it Felix. So she's like, "Mommy, put Felix on." And I'm driving the car, and I'm like, "For fuck's sake!" I've heard this track eighteen thousand <laughs> times. Sing it for us, Mark. Come on. No. Come on. You love it. You love no. Do it for your daughter. Honestly, I'd rather pull my own testicles off <laughs> and implant eyeballs there. I swear to God. Why, so you can see yourself coming? I don't get it. <laughs> We've got, I've got to go and see him at the end of the month. Me and Vicky are going down to Birmingham to see him. I know. I because Birmingham, Alabama? I wish. At least I get a holiday out of it. <laughs> I mean, saying that, we went to see 30 Seconds to Mars, and I was expecting him to be shit. And they were pretty good live. They are now wankers. But Vicky says they're now wankers because she had an argument with Tomo via Facebook. Yeah, well, yeah, they're wankers. because Honestly. Because they wouldn't come on our show. They wouldn't even talk to me. Well, they're not. Was, That's a shame. Was uh, I, I, was, I was fucking quite happy that they, they revealed themselves to be the sort of narrow-minded assholes I actually thought they were. Because Vicky had a full-on argument with him via Facebook on a public wall. He's, and he, he's he proper attacked her. He attacked her for her views. He was, uh, do you remember that news article about that woman going into a shop because they had a t-shirt in the window of women like looking like whores basically and she went in and bought the whole whole range of t-shirts to clear them out of the window and Vicky just said well you know if people want to, want to wear that stuff that's fine but when you're walking down the street I wouldn't want my three year old to see that sort of thing because I don't want a grown up thinking that that is what a woman should be she obviously wants her to grow up being you know their own not woman, not not a slut, was Vicky shouting at me. <laughs> and Tommy was like, oh no, any censorship of any kind, especially art, is out of the question. He said I was narrow minded. He said she was narrow minded and she was never a 30 seconds to Mars fan, which to her was massive because she's a huge, huge fan. Well, was a huge fan. But yeah, got loads of little girlies to turn on my missus. So, if I see those shitbags on the gig circuit, and I will say this on semi-live American podcast radio, if I ever see Tommy Milosevich ever in the street, I will kick his fucking teeth in, arguing with my missus. Fucking egg. Yeah, I, that's one thing I hate about arguing with people on the internet. Like, if you want to argue with me, that's fine, but whenever it's somebody with an audience that's like, hey, go get this guy, you know, like, like fight your own fucking battles. Fuck that. Yeah. It, there's no, there's never going to be a fair fight there, is there? Never, no. ever. Well, because you I can't fight with, like, eight people, much less a hundred. It is exactly right. I love debate. I love whether it be heated or 
a nice, gentle debate. I enjoy talking and reasoning and seeing different people's sides of things. So but when it turns into an argument, would you consider yourself a master of debate? I am a mass debater. <laughs> Definitely. I, I we had a, figured as much. We had a cartoon over here called Captain Pugwash, and uh, the urban myth was his uh, sea mates were called semen stains and masturbates. Nice. Classic, classic. Captain Pugwash is a frightening looking fucking cartoon as well. It's from like the 70s, 80s, Cap- UK made. Captain Pugwash? Pugwash. P-U-G-W-A-S-H. So, like, like the dog, Pug... But yeah, a wash. That's weird. Our Tom Barnes from Skeletal Damage has got two pugs, one of which is called Bruce. Bruce Barnes. Nice. Little dudes. They look like little bull mastiffs, but tiny. No, they look like <laughs> ridiculous smash-faced animals that shouldn't have been bred. They look like... <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get him to tune into this. <laughs> Say, Tom, this is what somebody who works with animals' views are of pugs. <laughs> It's true. Those animals should not have been bred. Their their only purpose was because we wanted something cute and squishy. I guess. We wanted to prove that there was life on other planets. No, we wanted to prove that we could mess with genes, and this is what we came up with, a fucking pug. It's, well, a, it's a dog that can't breathe because his face is so smashed in that it's fucking ridiculous. What's weird is that chihuahuas with oversized brains and shit, because their head's too small. It's fucked up. What's weird to me is, like, I don't know how it is over there, but over here, people that own pugs have pug clubs. Oh, yeah. Like, if if you own this specific breed of dog, you can join groups of people who have the same breed of dog and hang out and have your pugs hang out. Awesome. And and possibly fuck and create other ugly dogs. Yep. That sounds so joyous. But you got to think about it, okay? Think about a pug's face, all right? It has the same exact amount of teeth as a fucking German Shepherd. It's the exact same amount of teeth, and it's smashed into that little bitty smush-ass face. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> I could just see a big row of teeth uh, on the one from Men in Black in my head. Yeah, and, you know, honestly, if there's any... If there's if your animal has to have specific surgeries to make it breathe better, like opening up the nostrils, cutting out the fucking um, soft palate, and things like that, it shouldn't be bred. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's it's exactly right. I mean, it's it's weird. I mean, my dog. I don't, you know, you know my you see my dog, haven't you, Wayne? It's I mean, you guys would suppose you call him a pit bull, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, basically. It's pretty much a pit bull. Uh, but over here, a lot of people own them. A hell of a lot of people. But years back, they were tall, tall dogs, and now they're pretty short. I mean, my dog probably stands about a foot at the shoulders off the floor, maybe a foot and a half. She's not a huge dog, whereas they used to be massive. Yeah, they just be really tall. Bread and bread and bread. Yeah, now, now they're, more, they're more, they're more uh, English bulldog with the pit bull body, they're like squatty yeah. to the ground. They call them, over here they call them bully pits because they're short and squatty. Yeah, whereas the breed, the actual breed, the Staffordshire Bull Terrier, right, is bred over here in Staffordshire initially. Well, what were they bred for out there? Killing other dogs. Really? Unfortunately, they were, well, they were, they were bred just for fighting, or were they bred for yeah, hunting? Uh, I think initially they were a gun dog. Okay. Back in the day, I think they were, you know, like retrieving, but they're just such a little tank that they got abused really badly as pit dogs. Really, really badly. Even now, it's massive. They get stolen all the time, so people can literally just throw them in a pit. 
and then other dogs get stolen just to train these dogs, just to let them get mangled. It's not one thing I can't abide is dog fighting. No, no. I mean, I've got I've got this thing squished soft soft as snow on a hot shovel. Plays with her and my daughter are best friends, and any dog that can put up with the cyclone that is my child is, is a good dog in my eyes. And it, it pisses me off that people see them as these evil, nasty, Kill. satanic creatures. Yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong. I could, I've felt what she's like and I know what a jaw's like. If she wanted to fuck somebody up, she would fuck somebody up. But it's the owners, not the pets. It pisses me right off when people take these dogs and make them fight each other. It's fucking disgraceful, in my eyes. Disgraceful. Yeah, I mean, it just shouldn't be... Like, over here is the same way. I mean, I've seen more... I've been bit by, you know... Almost 20 years in the business, I've been bit more by chihuahuas than by big dogs. Little dogs are so snappy. Yeah, they're completely evil. Mm-hmm. Totally evil. I mean, the first time I ever got bit was by a dog called a Yorkshire Terrier. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen a York- horrible little rat-faced things that look like a tiny, tiny Chewbacca. Yeah, it's a Yorkie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Yorkie. Well, they're mixed breeding those fuckers down here in Salem for like $600. They, they're, they're mixing poodles and Yorkies together. Oh, There's always weird crossbreeds. No, it's called it's called a Yorkie poo, and then they have, and they have. Um, I think Porky sounds better. A Pomeranian and something else. Then they have something that's called a Morky. I don't know what the fuck that is. For Morky. So that's some weird shit. I mean, we've got like Labradoodles and co- Labradoodles and cockapoos over here. You got like cocker spaniels and poodles. Yeah. Labradors and poodles. The Labradoodles are actually quite quite good dogs with people. They don't see it being nasty bastards, but it's just. I don't know if it's good no, it's that breeding out the pure line, so you, you know the more impurities in the dog get recognised. You know, the designer dog syndrome. Mm. That's all it is. I think that's more more to the point. They're just breeding for attributes that they like. Yeah. Uh, you, you ever seen a? Um, it's like dogs are Legos now. <laughs> yeah. You ever seen pretty a much a what? A puggle. What the fuck's a puggle? It, it is a pug and a beagle. What the fuck? Yeah. That's got this. The strangest looking shit. It is. It's like this weird. It, it looks like a beagle that's been squeezed, so his eyes smoke out of his fucking head. It's weird. That's dude. fucked up. That is. Yeah. Look it up, man. Look it up. Look Poking Google. a beagle. Look up Puggle on your Google. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google this shit now. It's a, it's a big breed out here, man. People buy them like crazy, and they spend a lot of money on them. It's ridiculous. Fucking hell, I put in pug and I got puggle puppies for sale. There you go. Up fast, up faster than I got pugs for. Yep. Wow. Uh, the thing, thing is, it's, it looks like a bull mastiff, <laughs> but, but the head's wrong. What the fuck? <laughs> now, I'm going to show this picture to me, Missy's, and I know exactly what she's going to say. She wants one. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear? <laughs> See, and that is why these dogs are selling. Yeah, ladies love the, the puggles. That's crazy, man. Why can't you get, like, give them proper good attributes, like bat wings or spider legs or something? Give them something cool. I always said I wanted to mix breed a, um, a, um, a bulldog and a shih tzu, and it could be a bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's been done. It must have been done. It has to be. I mean, because it would sell like crazy. A bullshit? Oh, man. I would sell those all over the place. Taking some bullshit out for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. That sounds like Fox News. I mean, it, it, it eventually it's going to get to, like I said, designer designer breeding, where you can, like, um, what was it? Was that movie Gattaca, where you could choose yeah. what you want or whatever, or, or you choose your genes or something like that, and you can make the perfect baby? 
Oh, designer, designer babies, it's a, yeah. a moot point with me. Yeah. I think it's disgraceful that you don't like nature take its course. It's going to be designer babies, it's going to be designer animals, it's going to be designer everything, you know? Oh, come on, you're telling me if, if you if you were going to have a son and you couldn't program to have a big hog, you wouldn't do it just so you'd be like, yeah, you got that from the old man. No, not at all. I mean this, I mean this genuinely, I really mean it genuinely. Whatever attributes your child has, I think you've got to let nature take its course. I think... I don't know, I get the feeling that humanity as a species would die out. It becomes something else the second you start tampering with the genes to that degree. Dude, we're well, going to die out in any way, sooner than we think. Well, sooner, sooner rather than later, more than likely. Yeah. But, you know, something else will come along and take our place and probably do a shitty job too. Yeah. All I can say is I wish my dad had the ability to give me a big hog. <laughs> I wish there was gene splicing that would have made that happen. Because, you know, I got the hairy ass from him and fuck that. I got a bad back from my dad. That was about it. I got hard of hearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I keep expecting this to be like a vis- uh, you know, like a video call, call, even though it's for a podcast. And I've just got this picture of Wayne with what looks like an M16. It's not an M16. It's a fuck. MR. It's a fuck. MR15 or, or AR15. AR15. Yeah. Although the magazine looks like it's made from duct tape. Ah. I can actually see an American man on my screen. <laughs> ha Can you actually see me? I've got no idea if my no, webcam's All on. we have is um, Vicky's arm. There you are. <laughs> now we can see you. What's going on? It's all good in the hood. It's all good in the hood, mate. You. Look at this. I like this. I, I can see real people, which means nothing to a radio nation. Yeah, that's true. Nobody really knows what, what we're talking about. Look at you with your big posh microphone. And it's like me just sh- shouting at a laptop. This is, this is my, you know, when you have a tiny penis, you have to have something large to talk through. You're on radio and you're supposed to make it up as you go along about your, I am. your baby's arm of a penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. What's wrong, man? My eyes swollen up. or Necrophagia? Your eyes swollen up. What have you been wiping in it, dude? Well, I'm allergic to cats. And Wayne has, like, a dozen cats. How many cats? (laughs) I only have six, dude. Six cats? That's enough. And uh, sometimes, if if they've been shedding a lot, it gets to me. Right now, my eye is really fucked up, so... It's swollen like somebody punched in the face. It's probably not swelling, it just feels like it is. No, it's swollen. Because you keep fucking rubbing it. I can't stop. Yes, you can. Just Just don't do it anymore. Just put your hand... Oh, sit on your hands. Yeah, that's an old school classic. <laughs> that's disgraceful. I bet you're all swearing at each other. I'll have to describe this to the listeners. That you're sat there flipping each other the bird. That's disgraceful behaviour, chaps. Well, we can't help ourselves, man. We can't help ourselves. As long as that's all he's flipping me, I'm good. If you give me a minute, I'll flip you something else. Come here, Vicky. Come, come sit next to me, my love. Why doesn't she want to come? Oh, I see. You don't want to come join the conversation. What if we sang to her? says, do you want them to sing to you? God, I can unplug the headphones. You can hear their joyous voices. She says, no. Never says, close your eyes anymore <laughs> when I kiss your lips. There's no tenderness anymore in your fingertips. She's trying hard not to show it, baby. Baby.
that was great. Oh, I've been up so many hours, boys. It's unbelievable. This is funny. Oh. It's proper good being able to see your faces, although I'm sure it makes shit radio. Uh, <laughs> we, i got to edit this back together since uh, the damn thing shut off on Honestly, dude, you'd be amazed how many of these episodes, like, just when we're recording it, sound like shit, and then when it comes together, it's like, <laughs> oh, no, that's not bad at all. <laughs> I think sometimes when I'm like, we should just shut this off now because this is fucking awful. Consistently funny, man. I really enjoy the episodes. I genuinely, genuinely enjoy them. Well, we appreciate it, you know. It's, I mean, we do it because we like it. I was telling somebody the other day, but it'd be nice if we could make a living doing it, but we we just have to find new ways to monetize it because there's so many other podcasts out there that, you know. Uh, I think YouTube's your only option if you want to monetize it, isn't it, really? Well, we have a channel now. I just We just got to figure out how to do it. How to upload things on us? No, I like YouTube videos and bullshit. I like still that. think we should get Eddie and like blow something up just to get hits. Oh, we will. We will. Oh, blow shit up. Please yeah. blow shit up. We have yeah. a, uh, a friend that, that's, uh, he's, he he's does that for a living. He does that for a living. He, for movies, he blows like, shit if up. If you ever saw 21 Jump Street, one of the greatest movies of yeah, our yeah. day, he, he was the guy who blew, blew up shit everything, up. yeah. Oh shit, what a fucking ace job. Including helping make the fake dick at the end from where the guy got shot in the balls and his dick fell off. I wonder if he had to add flavoring to it so that when, uh, what's his name, Ben took it his mouth. mouth. <laughs> That's rough as fuck. Rough as fuck. <laughs> no, he's only, he's only sat here for almost three hours and talked to us. Yeah. Dude, like, you know full well I could talk shit with you guys for fucking ever. And yeah. they regularly do. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing we're good at, frankly. It's good because I listen to the, the casts, and because obviously I know people like Latty, uh, you know, in my eyes, are sort of semi celebrities, really, you know what I mean? He, he does some cool shit. He's, he's rather infamous here as well. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. He's not a celebrity, but he's, he's fairly infamous. He might as well be. <laughs> You know what I mean, but like it's it's weird that I come on the show and it's just like regular dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> just us, man. You know, best it's way. Fun. That's the that's why I come back on this show because it's fucking fun, man. Uh, and uh, and you don't have anything else to do? Oh, I've got plenty of shit to do. I bought Grid Two on the PS3. I'm sorry, uh, and I, I want to play that, but you assholes are stopping me. Well, I, my my favorite episode that you came on was the one where I actually called you and woke your ass up at like fucking two and one. Hey man, you want to come on? You're like. Fuck, oh, right. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that episode as well. I didn't think I was going to make it all the way through without falling asleep, but I really, I enjoyed that episode. You're a champ. At one point, I was just I, I sat in front of the laptop, just slumped, staring at the, <laughs> there's just a still image on my laptop at the, at the fucking picture of us like this. I think uh, Adam and Rum were talking about something, and I sort of snapped out and bang straight back in again. You know, like someone's defibrillated your chest. <laughs> you know, when you're, like when you're falling asleep and you get that massive jolt that yeah. pulls you back into consciousness. That, that happens every time I talk to Rum. <laughs> <laughs> Did he ever get back to you from that lovely uh, text message? You know, he, he's probably out getting drunk and not at work. Can I just say this now on this podcast? Rum, you are a bad man. You see, Rum? You've swerved these podcasts with me on. I'm starting to think you've got a personal disagreement with you. <laughs> well, at least he doesn't call you fat all the time. You do talk yeah. about his dick quite a lot, though, Adam. He, he calls Adam fat, calls me old. You're not old. You're I the mean, same age as me, aren't you, dude? I don't know. How old are you? 36, I think. No, I'm, older than, I'm older than you. I think I'm 36. I just turned 39. Eh, 
Still a baby. Much Still a baby. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Still oh. rocking and rolling, mate. Yeah, you know that's right. They say you're not as old as you feel, but the woman you're feeling. That's right. Then I'm older. Awesome. Cougar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah. Let's just get creepy. Yeah, I'm a... <laughs> I'm a hunter. Hunter. Well, you need, need to be in the lands of Wales. Yeah, I'm an old busted mountain lion. <laughs> You're supposed to be like endearing yourself to the masses of ladies out there that obviously listen to this podcast. Oh, no, no, there, there are no ladies that listen to this podcast. There are actually a couple because, you know, there's this... Did you hear the episode about Hannah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, there's Hannah who masturbates to our voices, so that's one thing. Don't we all? Well, I, I'd hope so. I know I do, obviously. Every time I listen, I'm jerking off. Actually, I'm doing it right now, but I'm just doing it really softly so you can't see it. Yeah. He's got the tweezers out. Yeah. He's got the tweezers out again. <laughs> Medical paraphernalia. Hey, well, I am curious what, what percentage of our audience is female. But. Hey, stop putting your pussy in the screen. <laughs> just thought, he's got the tweezers. So you got some yeah. black pussy. Yeah. Yeah, boy. You know what? You go we black. should be so lucky. <laughs> What's that one's name, man? That one's Harley. Harley. It was Harley Quinn, but we found out it was a dude, so it just okay. became Harley, pretty much. We did this with loads of our pets, like the cats. You know, you know yourself, the cats when they're little, it's hard to sex them. Yeah. So until you get big giant balls, yeah. and then you know. Oh, he's, he's got big giant balls. We we didn't get him neutered because the house cats wish I got him neutered. It's it's on the agenda because. Yeah, you need you need those cut out, man, because they'll be spraying in your house. I never sprays. Always use electricity. We're talking about neutering. Pets, man. It's the thing you need to do. You need to cut those out before they spray everywhere. He's got rabies, though. They're racist. He's, he's a rapist. He rapes the missus. The cat, strad- what? the cat straddles the missus's arm. No. Right the back of the hand, and then starts humping the shit out of her arm. It's fucking brilliant. That's when you start taking notes. I'm like, yeah, mate. Oh. I'll be following, following up that action. Give me a few minutes. <laughs> do you ever look at the cat and be like, watch this? <laughs> Let me show you how it's done, kitty. And then, and then Mark, Mark pushes her down, starts biting her neck. I'm a lady from somewhere. Obviously, that's how I make sweet, beautiful love to my ladies by biting the back of her neck and dry old pinner. <laughs> that's how we made babies. That's awesome. That's how we made babies. You know, you know, one day your daughter's gonna be old enough to hear this, and she's gonna be like, "Dad, you should, you should." Is turn this it, true? You should turn it. You should turn the story into a little comic. It's going to happen. Me and, me and Wayne sure. are going to make the greatest comic in the history of the universe. That's it. It's going to work. It's going to work. It's all good. Yeah, man. I, I think I'm going to be like... the the, the I expect to be the cool dad in the, the playground, and I'm just not. I'm going to be the one that she's like, Dad, stay in the fucking car. Yeah, you're, she's going to be embarrassed. Not, but you're going to be like, fuck you, I'm coming out there. No, no, the other dads are all beady and long hair. Is the cool dad ever anything but a douchebag in, in the long run anyway? Yeah, true. They're the ones who like the football stars at school and yeah. go on to, to be a manager of some fucking lumberyard. And it's like, yeah, dude, you've got your half-decent car and you've got your house with 2.4 children, but you're still a cunt. Right. Like, regardless of how you feel about drugs, the any any dude that, like, will do drugs with their kid at the age of, you know, 16, I'm like, like eh, yeah, no. I think there's a time and a place for drugs and with your children's not really one of them. Yeah. I could think of better well, we places a, to do drugs. We had a great conversation with... Uh, a girl who used to be a local uh, DJ called Vidra telling us about her 
her experience, like, teaching her dad to get high. Because he has cancer. He's got cancer, so, like, the marijuana cures a lot of the the queasiness. Yeah, yeah. And so she had to teach her parents how to light up. Yeah, she had to teach your parents how to do it. It was really fucking great. That's cool because you could introduce your parents to a whole new scope of like movies and music and stuff just based on how high they are. You could just imagine like some eighty year old. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's, it's like he's proper eyeing her up. Yeah, because she screamed out, "Stop it, cat!" He gets his little red rocket out. He does. He gets, oh no way, dude! Red rocket gets his little lipstick out. Oh, dude, he's about to put his lipstick on your old lady's la- uh, hand. Eh, it's not me, is it? <laughs> <laughs> She's totally gonna beat your ass later. Why well, change the habit of a lifetime? <laughs> that's, that's the awesome thing about UK women. They're very violent, very violent really? ladies. I should move to the UK. Yeah, I bet you they're wild in bed. That's what I go in for. You don't get sh- you, women in the UK don't take shit from anybody. They really don't. They will cut you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're like, you say, bitch, no. And that doesn't work. She just punches you in the face. That usually doesn't work anywhere, Mark. I'm just letting you know. I really, <laughs> yeah, but, I really want a Scottish girl. Why a Scottish girl? Because I, I, I saw Highlander when I was a teenager, and I've got, like, the biggest fucking hard-on for a Scottish girl. <laughs> I just do. It's it's the accent. It just fucking. Oh, one of my friends has got a Scottish wife. I'll uh, ask him to hook you up with some Scottish lovelies. What if in case he gets divorced? <laughs> send her over here. Yeah, she, well, she's obviously got a large amount of Scottish friends and family. Oh, there you go. Lovely people. Lovely people. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no. When we make our trip to the UK, it's going to be interesting. For the most part, the no. Scottish hate the English, for the most part. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they really yeah. don't like it. To be honest, none of the surrounding countries like England very much. Well, I mean, it's it's a lot like the, the relationship between the the North and the South here. It's it, There's still, once there's blood spilled, that doesn't wash out. It takes many, many generations for things to really... You know, settle out. It's there's just animosity that's passed on from generation to generation. Yeah, it seems to be almost genetic that you're predetermined to hate a certain set of people. I mean, I don't know much about the north and the south stuff other than what I've learned from Dukes of Hazard, really. Really, (laughs) really. That's all you need to know. Because that's how we are here. We're just like the Duke boys. Fuck, I wish. We even have a fucking uh, a narrator. Fuck, I would fuck my cousin so hard if I was one of the Duke boys. Days Duke. <laughs> you don't even know. Hey, it's like it's it's like David Tell said. If your cousin's super hot, you should be able to fuck one time. That's true. I'm pretty sure it's not illegal over here. It's it's a legal move to marry your cousin in England. I'm pretty sure. Is it legal it's or illegal? Uh, I'm not sure. You can you can marry. I think your second cousin. Yeah. It should be legal. I mean, fuck you guys. Yeah, it's legal over here. I'm pretty sure it's legal. Because the queen or whatever that bullshit is, y'all been inbred for years. They're Germans. They don't count. They're Germans? Yeah. I'm pretty sure our family originally Germans. Oh, nice. But they're still, make, they're still making babies with each other, so it's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. They've probably all got 19 toes and fucking webs between their eyes. Right, right. They're the... <laughs> They're X Men, man. It is me besmirching the English royal family. I'm probably going to get black helicopters outside my house. That's all right. We talk about Obama all the time, so it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to me in the British media that everybody in America hates Obama. No, 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 not everybody. Yeah, it's about sixty forty. Yeah, no, that's pretty fine. Pretty fine line, really, when it comes to politics. But it's just the impression I get over here that Obama, Obama's the worst thing that's ever happened to America. He's like some pariah, and it's like. 
I don't know enough about this shit. It's better talking to you guys, like, who are actually there than listening to the bullshit media. Well, probably about two years ago, it <coughs> probably wasn't as bad. No, it's getting but worse. But the fact is, is that just what many people were predicting, that the healthcare system that they're instituting is putting people out of work, and, like, I'm... My health insurance, like, I have work-provided health insurance that, I, I mean, I pay for, but it's through them. And I went from having everything covered for a decent premium of, like, I don't know, $2,500 to uh, my premium's $5,000, and almost nothing's covered except for my doctor's visits and like medications. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm supposed to have blood work. I don't know if it's covered. You know, almost nothing's covered. But I'm, I, I'm not even complaining because I'm lucky to have insurance. Right. A lot, and, and it's a weird thing where they're like, well, we live in a country where everyone should have health insurance provided or health, health coverage provided. And it's like, well, first of all, on some level, because you have to be accepted to a hospital, everyone is provided for. But the other thing is like, okay, so we're going to raise premiums and get rid of insurance for what, whatever it is, 25% of the people to cover 10% of the people, or whatever the numbers are. But a lot more people are losing insurance than are gaining. It's it's just it's a fucked up system and it's affecting our economy. And thank you, England. Yeah. So I mean, realistically. It'd be easy for me to sit here because I've grown up with the NHS, the National Health Service, and say, you know, you, you guys should have it and it'd benefit you because it's benefited me. It's benefited my child. You know, I mean, my child wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the, the British National Health Service. But it's a completely different kettle of fish over there. It's for you guys, isn't it? You guys have been brought up in the, the culture of having insurance, this, that and the other. But, I mean, in my eyes, I would imagine, if you could get all your blood work for free, if you could get all your operations for free, <coughs> if you could get all your medication for a very, very small charge, surely that would be better. But It, it depends like on say, if you trust the government to, to handle it. I, I, The American government does almost nothing well. No, they fucking... Not, like, not even, like, we used to have this... You look at the fucking joke that is the English government, and mm. our, our government is a fucking joke. If you listen to some of Russell Brand's recent interviews, he'll explain exactly how much of a joke it's become. People call it for revolution, you know what I mean? Well, it's happening all across the world right now. People don't like this shit. I just, I, I just don't trust our government to do the right thing. And I don't see this working out well. I mean, the, the the good thing about having everything run through capitalism is that there are natural checks and balances. If if something doesn't isn't working, people are going to stop buying it and go somewhere else. As long as there's a better product out there and the opportunity for a better product to come along, the American people can switch gears and, and go after that. But when the government's in charge of everything, that's it. I mean, that's our biggest problem is we don't have, we used to have checks and balances. That was what we were told. The reason our government was better than any other system of government was because no one person had the, uh, too much power. But the truth is, like, the, like our Congress, they decide how much they work. Uh, like, I think they only work three days out of the week now, but every year they give themselves another raise. Meanwhile, the economy's going down. Like we, like what, uh, like if you could just decide your own work hours and how much money you're making, like what are you gonna do? You'd be like, oh, I only deserve, you know, half what I'm making right now, so I'm gonna reduce that amount. I mean, but then you can yeah. look at it as self-employed people. If you, you know what I mean, a self-employed person will put in as much as they want. The only difference is they can take 
the money. They don't earn it. They take the money. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the fucking horrible thing about it. But that is consistent for governments across the globe. I don't think there's a government that isn't corrupt or at least greedy in its own right. Well, no, because it's all people. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it, like said, like the animal comments before, it's inherent in you, the human being to want to accumulate power, to want to accumulate status, to be that alpha, whether it be alpha of a pack or alpha of a country. Everyone wants to be the alpha. Yeah, but we've got we've got too much going for us to be that. I don't I don't even know what the word is. Shitty, you know. <laughs> we do. Look, we 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 get the fucking best of everything. We get it first. We we used to make it, you know, and and now we're just we're like you know a a forty something football year old person who used to play football and is still living on his glory days. Now. I mean, realistically though, do, do you believe that you get the best medication that's available for each condition? Do you think that that's that's actually happening? Do I personally? Yeah. No, because I can't afford it. But do I get better medication than ninety percent of the world? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't get me wrong. In you're in a developed country, and you're going to get good medication. But you, you, I think people are naive if they think that governments don't artificially suppress vaccines and medicines in order to make money from other things. I think it's pretty obvious that they do. That no matter how powerful the pharmaceutical companies become, I think that there is always going to be a government contingent that decides yay or nay. I think this company's I mean this company this country is run by the pharmaceutical people. But between uh what was it? Um the company Monsanto's Monsanto, yeah. Yeah, I think that company just, that's, that, that is the end all of end all of the evil to the American people right there. I don't know. I don't know enough about it to really have a judgment of it. I just know that I just don't trust the government to, because there's, the more power you give them, the more t- power they're going to take, and eventually you're not going to have a choice in anything you do if, yeah. if we have it now. Yeah. And we, we might not. You know? the USA. I mean, going back to the healthcare thing, just as a, a question to you guys to see how you would answer this. Do you, when it comes to medical benefits, and for instance, say Adam gets one level of benefits to medical supplies, and Wayne gets another level, a higher level of medical benefits, uh, what makes that one person who's got a job that gives them better medical benefits better than the one person who's got the shitty benefits? Sure. Pay scale. Well, it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't so. make one person better than the other. It's just that, look, at the end of the day, no matter what you do, you cannot eliminate the uh, Darwinism from life. Like, there's always going to be one person with advantages, whether it's genetic or social. No, I understand and that. I think more the question from me is: it's not the fact that you're going to have advantages and disadvantages. I think it's more more along the lines of where do you draw the line? Because you need medical help. Wayne needs medical help. Do you know what I mean? But why does an insurance policy have to dictate whether you live or die? Why can that not be a human right to you both well, as human well, beings to have everything that you could have? Or as close well, to everything as you could have? The problem with, with, like, and we see a lot of this here lately, people keep saying everything's a human right. And the truth is, there's, like, no such thing as a right that constitutes any sort of goods or services. You have a right to live your life free to the best of your ability, but you don't have a right to tell someone that they have to provide you with food or shelter. Now, should they if you're starving or you're freezing? Yes. We, we as human beings, need to figure out better ways to do those, including providing health care. Right. We need to figure out better systems and work to, to make things better. 
Um, I think that's the key word, that is making better systems. I think if you take if people the take is, the good systems from all over the world and combine them into one truly good system that was either very cheap or free, you'll be you're looking at a better solution. Well, it would be great, but we're still a ways away from that. And the problem here is that people have been saying forever, we need we need uh, healthcare solutions. We need healthcare solutions, which. For one thing, is is the wrong terms. That's that's one of the biggest problems that we have here. People keep saying it's uh, we people uh, we we need healthcare. We have healthcare. We need like health insurance reform, not healthcare reform. Our healthcare is fine. Um, but the problem is that people keep saying we need this, we need this, we need this, we need health insurance reform. But instead of trying to figure out a system that works best, they're just like anything someone suggests that I like that candidate, well, that's fine. We'll just go with, you know, just because something's changed from something that's imperfect doesn't mean it's going to be good change. Right. And what True. we're seeing here isn't good change. And and by the way, not like uh, part of Obamacare is based on what was known as Romney Care, the guy who ran against him. Mitt Romney. Yes. He was the governor of Massachusetts, and Massachusetts has government health care. But they voted for Massachusetts to have that. We, as Amer- the American people, did not vote for Obamacare. We were just told we're they're, pass- they're passing it. We didn't get to vote for it. It was just like, you're going to get it. This is what you're getting. And, it, your face. and when it was being decided, it wasn't massively unpopular. It was probably 45% of the people wanted it. But surely and part of voting for a president. I mean, I, I don't know, and it's none of my business whether you both voted or didn't vote for Obama. But surely part of voting for a, an elect person to run the country for you is voting for somebody you trust to make these decisions for your own good. I mean, obviously, whether it is for your own good or not, these decisions they make is a completely different story. But well, but but the president's job isn't to... And he, he isn't the only one, obviously. Part of the problem with him is that, at the time, the vast majority of Congress and Senate were also in his party. And so, basically, one particular ideology of this country had full control over what did and didn't happen to the country. And but their job isn't to fundamentally fundamentally change the way we operate as a nation and as a people. Their job is to create laws that protect the people and protect, you know, we're a republic. You know, the states' rights are supposed to outweigh federal rights, except in like times of war, obviously. You know, like Louisiana can't say yeah, we're not going to help out in the war. None of our none, none of the soldiers from Louisiana are going anywhere. You know, we the the federal government's supposed to control that, but we're supposed to operate in a way small to big, so that the individual always has a choice in how things operate. Right. And with something like Obamacare, this was an 100 page. But wait, no, was it more than? No, that? it was more than that. It, it was, was a thousand pages. pages. Yeah, it was like a thousand pages. And one of our representatives, uh, Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, came out and said, "Well, we don't really know what's in it. If you want to find out what's in it, we have to pass it first. That doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. Yeah. And it was their way of saying. We're going to pass a bunch of stuff whether you like it or not, right. and it's not going to be all good. And a lot of it doesn't even have to do with health care. No. A lot of it has to do with, like, how our government is, it operates and, like, tax reform and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, the health care was just, like, an extra little side note. That was some of it had to do with uh, student uh, student loans. Student loans. They also, inside there, they have the right to go into your, own, your bank account now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, they IRS. Can, they can just, they can just the IRS can just take money from you. You know, it's and like I said, that's 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 the the whole concept of America 
revolves around the idea that if, when you separate power on a massive scale, like going from That's fast. national to state yeah. to city to county, it increases the ability for ordinary human beings to actually live their life free. And over the last hundred plus years, the government has done everything they can to devolve that. It's really, the word free keeps getting bandied about, but I have yet to find anything anywhere that is actually free. There's always a cost. You, you know, I think I think it's naive to think that you, you're going to be a free man. When you're never free, you're always going to be beholden to something or somebody. It's a sad, it's Not a sad necessarily. Fact. You you always have choices in life. Very much so. Or 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 most of us do. Very much so. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, if if I can't take be extreme, say the way the government's running this country, if I see it going too far, I could always decide to just put a bullet in my brain or or move in with Mark. Well, I, I wouldn't be able to put a bullet in my brain if I moved over. No, I'll, I'll I get that shit out of my fucking carpet. That's disgraceful. <laughs> I'll fly over there and move in with you. Fuck, it'd be, that'd be fun. Like that, I'm moving to Mexico. Senoritas? Oh, fuck yeah. Mexico looks like a and, fun place to live. And it's cheaper. Parts of it. Well, yeah. Parts of it are very, very bad. Same as anywhere. From what yeah, from what I understand, a lot of it's the, the places that have tourism, while some of them are shitholes, are fairly sane. But the ones that are like the northern areas towards like Texas, where there's there's no steady economy, like influx of money, those are the ones where the drug cartels reign supreme mm -hmm. and you, you'll disappear in the night and what have you. So that's bad shit. I mean, you, you've got to bear in mind when people say, oh, yeah, I've been to Mexico on holiday. They've been to Cancun, as far as I know. And, you know, I'm sure it's a, f a fun place, but I, c I can't move at that pace no more. If I go on holiday, I want beach, quiet, and no people. I see enough people. It's just, that's, uh, I don't know. If you're going to move somewhere, you won't go somewhere like Amsterdam. That's a place you want to move to. Not because of the obvious marijuana, but... It's just such a gentle, laxed, friendly place to be. Well, you know why, though? Yeah, that's because it's all stoned. marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, well, uh, in, in the next uh, couple, uh, in the next couple months to a year, I guarantee that we'll be that way. It does seem to be sweeping the the nation. Yeah, I don't. I don't There's I a don't lot know. of tax dollars to be made from that. Well. A lot, oh a yeah, lot of tax oh dollars. yeah. And that's that's one of the biggest solved. arguments. We could solve a lot of our tax, our our, yeah. our debt problems if we. You know, and honestly, I think that's part of it. There's a conspiratorial part of me that believes that part of the reason that drugs aren't legal is because you probably got drug cartels bribing them because they once, lose a once, lot of money. Right. They, as soon as it becomes legal, you know, they they have to pay taxes on things and they, you know, and shipping and all that that kind of shit. It's I honestly think that's part of it. It's insane because that's so far removed from what it is over here. If they legalised marijuana smoking over here, the only people that would lose out is the people who've got attics full of the shit because that's where it all comes from. Do you know what I mean? It's not like any <laughs> massive drug cartels would be going down. Oh, yeah, y'all don't have the... Uh the, the big drug cartels but, out there. But y'all are an island. I mean, the only the only place where you could have drug cartels that move stuff in is, like, Ireland. It has happened. Right? I mean, when you're talking about the harder drugs, I'm, I'm sure there's vast organizations that ship it in. But I'm saying it's, it's more difficult to get something out to y'all. With us, we've got this massive, wide-open border to Mexico. Right. Yeah, it's, it's not... You can't just walk across with, like, a barrel full of, of heroin, but... It's not that hard to to fucking stuff in. I don't know how heroin comes. Maybe it comes in a thermos. Whatever. 
Oh, fuck. A barrel full of heroin. That's it. Breaking Bad right next to me over here. <laughs> you know that there, there's this, like, massive uh, trend Conquer towards my people pants? doing... Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, towards people doing blue crystal meth from that show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's oh, like, yeah. sweets that you can buy with it. There's you can... crystal meth in it? No, I mean, like, it's it's it looks like the blue crystal. Do you know what I mean? Then it's a... Wait, where the hell do you get this? Internet. I've seen... It's a sweet. Yeah. Like, you mean, like, candy. a candy? Yeah, like candies. I don't think I want Breaking Bad candy. Everybody wants Breaking Bad candy. Breaking Bad candy. Give it to my boss, because, like, he's, like, a huge Breaking Bad fan. So I just want to, like, give him something. Heisenberg up. Sugar Pops. <laughs> I've watched very little of Breaking Bad. I think I avoided it because of the massive hype. Yeah. I, I've actually... I only have eight episodes left. I haven't seen any of it. It's, I've never it's, seen a single episode. It's great. I'm, I love it. I'm very picky when it comes to series. I'm very picky. Uh, don't be a bitch. Go watch it. Well, <laughs> I have been watching Grimm. And even though it's shitty, I enjoy it. It's a good show. I watch it. Well, the first season was cheese. It's got progressively oh, better. It's gotten a lot better with the, especially with the CGI. I mean, look, I didn't even know it was still on. Oh yeah, it's like that's a huge thing now. Oh, you guys do CGI so much better than we do. We've got a show over here called Prime Evil. Oh, I've seen that. It's oh, awful. I love Prime Evil. Cool. Dude, I couldn't get lucky for a first episode. It's got the clunkiest, shittiest dinosaurs I've ever seen. It's, it, you know what I mean? It's amazing. <laughs> Have you seen the new Canadian one? Canadian one? Yeah, they... Well, you know how the series ended with, like, was, season five or whatever it's, series? It's called, it's called Primeval A. No? Primeval A. It's like Primeval Evolution or something, but but they the BBC sold it to Canada. No shit, because I know it, it went off air over here, and then it came back for a little bit, I thought. Not 100% sure. But it's, yeah, it, it was like Terranova as well, Terranova. I enjoyed that, and that vanished. Yeah, and it was only one season. Yeah, I thought that was a good, was good that premise. It was all getting crazy, and then it all finished. There's another another series I watched recently that I really liked that it was only one season and disappeared. I can't remember what. My Little Pony? Yeah. No, Friendship no. is tragic. That's that's one sort of human being I don't understand. And if it, Bronies? Well, if yeah, if we've got any fans that are bronies, I'm sorry, and I've probably just lost well, them as fans. But I uh, really it's all, understand it. It's all hipsters. It's They don't actually like that shit. They just... Want to say that they like something weird and stupid? Yep, I agree. It's just—it's pointless. I mean, obviously, we, we over here have the sort of student class that go around in big giant Doctor Who scarves and wear the long trench coats and stuff and try to be uh, avant-garde. Well, we have that too. And they just end up looking like fucking retards. <laughs> Well, I grew up with Care Bears, but I don't feel the need to watch the Care Bears show that's on now. No. No, I I, I saw it when I was a youth, when I was young, like, but it's not something I would go out of my way to watch now at all. Like. (laughs) (laughs) But some of these guys are like, you know know what furries are? I I don't know if you know much about the anime community, but you know what a furry is? It's these people who cosplay as animals and fuck each other as animals. Oh, sorry, fairy. Fairy. I thought you were saying fairy. fairy. Yeah, I thought you said a fairy. I'm like, fairy. well, yeah. I yeah, fairy. We, we have <laughs> furries here, yeah. yeah. I know what a furry It's like, it seems like that you've got these brownies who, like, fuck the toys. What? I saw, I saw an advert on Facebook the other day. This guy is making uh, some, I can't remember the name, princess fucking vagina pie. I don't know what the fucking hell they are. But it's this this grey my little pony. That sounds pretty good. Tell me more. It's on it, and it's got a section at the back that is engineered <coughs> to take a penis. 
No. Yeah. It's a it's it's a My Little Pony with a <laughs> flashlight on them. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it says it's made out of fleece, but don't finish inside because it's quite difficult to wash out. Oh my god! It's like what the fuck? I mean, I'm sure young men across the globe have made sweet, beautiful love to random objects before, but good god, not a small pony, especially not a toy one. Well, better that than a live. Wait, hold on, hold on. Anything past the sofa cushion to me is over the line. Hold on, this man just said, you know, it's not the toy ones. You can have sex with the little ponies, just not a toy one. (laughs) Well, you bought it. I mean. I didn't buy any ponies personally. I live in a built-up area. It's funny, round here, you've got... You know, we live in, like, the, the council estates, the sort of, like, ghetto-type areas, and as a sort of status symbol, they think that having horse-riding lessons will ele- elevate their social status. It doesn't. They just look like trash on a horse. But And they, they bring them round to their houses for no other reason than to show off that they have a horse. But who gives a fuck? We're not cowboys. <laughs> To me, riding a horse, this is why I'd never make a cowboy, riding a horse is nothing like my love of riding motorcycles. A motorcycle, it does what you tell it to do. You get on a horse, you're essentially riding a guided missile with a mouth. I don't understand it. They can turn and bite you and kick you off, and you've got no control, really. Yeah. It's like a 5,000-pound animal that you're going to sit on top of. Tell to do shit and kick it. Mm Mm-hmm. Sounds like one of those last dates Adam had. (laughs) Way back in the day. <laughs> he finally got it. He was like, way back in the day. Way back in the day. Many a year ago. Five five thousand pounds of flesh between your legs. And then we're and then we're back to a fortnight. <laughs> oh, it's been four score, so. Oh, fuck. Four score and twenty years ago, Buck straddled a giant lady. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out. And that's going to be an awesome quote. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to cut y'all off so you can go get your food and Flag can actually get some sleep. Uh, it's what time is it? If it's one o'clock, huh? Twelve of fucking clock. Twelve. Twelve of fucking clock. Uncle, let me take these headphones out. Can can say some words? No. You never close your eyes anymore when we kiss your lips. And there's no tenderness anymore in your fingertips. You're trying hard not to show it, Vicky. But Vicky, Vicky, I know it. You've lost that love and feeling. Whoa, that love and feeling. You've lost that love and feeling. Now it's gone. Gone, gone. Yeah! And yes, ladies and gentlemen. That's all on the phone. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That's getting fucking uploaded to Facebook, that is. I've done those things on. That's gonna be beautiful. Peace out, hey, Did you hear that? She said it's an abomination to her ears. Nice, nice. At least it's not an abomination she's, to her ass. She's a little bit turned on, admit it. Oh, my. <laughs> that is like the double pet. <laughs> I, 
I'm going to let you guys go because I'll just end up talking shit to you for even longer now. No. Now she can hear you. It's just funny to wide her off. <laughs> All right, Mark. Uh, we run the MHOG podcast. I want to thank Mark for coming back on. I want to thank Rump for not coming on. Yes, right. Fuck you, Rump. Fuck you. <laughs> and I want to thank Wayne for not coming in his shorts. Exactly. Uh, just remember to uh, listen Listen to us every time, every day, all the time. Share it with a friend. Share Masturbate to our voices. Follow what, us on Twitter. What did you say, Mark? Share it with everybody. Everybody needs to listen to this podcast in the world. Right. And uh, thanks again, and remember to... Keep the metal! Hi, I'm Juan from Skeletal Damage, and you're listening to MHOG Podcast. Adieu, adieu, parting is such sweet sorrow. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it. <laughs>